Bugs, 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 bugs. Let's talk about books, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about books, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about books, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about books, baby. Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, Baby. That is Lindsay, and that is Kayla. And today we are going to be talking about our theme for the month of August. Now, this is really exciting because we're switching up our format a little bit. And now what we're going to do is we're going to be having these awesome theme episodes where we discuss basically the theme that's going to be rolling through the entire month. And this week, our theme is drumroll. Historical fiction! We both love historical fiction. I genuinely love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite genres. And so part of the reason why we chose the topics and the themes that we chose for the rest of the year was because we really want to clear our to-be-read piles. They have stacked up. (laughs) I I swear there was one day where I got like four books from Amazon. Um, I know that like that's horrible. We're not buying from Amazon anymore. (laughs) Yeah this was this was a while ago but like I was buying I bought so many books from Amazon and I had like four books come in four different packages and I still haven't read any of them. So well okay that's why I read one but so that's (laughs) that's the thing it's like we I really need to get these books, like, not out of my house, but out of my to-be-read pile. They caught my attention, and there's a reason for that. Well, I have my whole, all my bookshelves are alphabetical by author last name, and so I have a stack of books that are on top of one of my bookshelves, and then I have a stack of books to the side of my couch. It is a shit ton of books, Mm -hmm. and I have not read a single one of them, but they are all my more recent in the last, like, two or three month buys. Um, A lot of them are historical fiction, so I'm really excited about that. Essentially, the reason we chose everything, we want to clear our to-be-reads, and we want to invite you guys to either read along with us, since we're going to be listing all the books that we're going to read for the rest of the year, or the books that we're going to be discussing, and also reading, of course. And then we invite you guys to also clear out your to-be-read piles. Let us know what you're reading, a book that you've kind of had sitting there for a while that you haven't got to. Let us know what you're reading. We'd love to hear it. And maybe we'll add it to our to-be-read pile. And it makes it a little bit more interactive. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Honestly, like I said, there's a reason that I bought those books. But I haven't had the opportunity to read them. Right. Life gets in the way, one. And then two, like sometimes you and I discuss what sort of book we're going to be reading and, and discussing. But now it's like, no, this is so great to have a plan of what books I'm gonna have and like when I'm gonna be reading them. I'm so down. I'm so down. Well, and it also keeps us accountable because I don't know about you, but I have been in like such a reading slump all of July. Girl, yes. It's just been like so rough for me to finish a single book. I I started like four and that's not normal for me, yeah. like, at all. And then I started watching, like, I did all the Marvel movies. Is, is, that, what you've been, is that what you've that's been doing? What in been, the- yeah, <laughs> that's what I've been spending my time doing. Like, it's such, it's just bullshit. I'm, like, I love the Marvel movies, but, like, who am I? You know, that I, I literally haven't read anything for the last, you know, month. So this is exciting for me to not only clearing out my to-be-read pile, but also kind of 
just getting back into reading. Hopefully it'll help. So for sure. Yeah. Like I've been, I mean, I haven't been watching the Marvel movies, but like (laughs) there have been some really good shows on and like, and I've been listening to so many podcasts. I told you I've been listening to the office ladies podcast, Mm -hmm. which is hosted by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. And well, and speaking of the office, I'm listening to radio rental, which you also listen to with Rain Wilson. So, oh my gosh, I, I, it's, it's so nice because I love the office. So it's almost like it's giving me the opportunity to get back in touch with old friends, essentially. So I'm really enjoying it. But yeah, that's what I've been doing with my time. I have a book that I've been reading very slowly and it's like, no, Kayla, you need to be serious about this. You need to actually start reading it Um, and and yeah and and be serious about it and start to actually like I guess have some sort of a plan for like oh read this many pages a day or whatever you know so like sometimes especially when if a book is like kind of a slow beginning Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is it takes me like I start to read it but it's slow and then I'm like it's okay like I'll get into it and then I take a break because it's so slow but then it's like I don't want to start another book because if I start another book I won't finish this one (laughs) and it's just a vicious cycle so now no Kayla's gonna finish this GD book (laughs) and she's gonna talk about it with people So we're going to go over what each week, what we're going to be talking about each week so that you guys can follow along with us. So today is August 3rd. And so we're kind of giving you this overview, talking about the the genre and the theme. On August 10th, we are going to have our episode on, I'm talking about The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. And I will be talking about The Clockmaker's Daughter by Kate Morton. Which is really exciting. I've actually read, I read that one last year. Um, so I'm excited for you to talk about it. I, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that. <laughs> Me too. And then on August 17th, we are going to be talking about our favorite historical fiction TV shows that we wish were books. So one that's kind of off the top of our head right now is talking about Downton Abbey, which we both (sighs) are obsessed with. Um, And I've actually, I actually have books that on the cover say for fans of Downton Abbey. Really? Yes. And so I'm like, maybe I'll actually read those. Another, you know, stack of books on my mm-hmm. to It's a series. And so I'll probably pull those out and we can chat about that too. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about TV shows and movies historical wise that we loved or ones that we didn't know that were books and yes. that we would, we're like, oh, hey, maybe we'll pick those ones up. And then because there's an extra Monday in August, we're going to do two book club discussions So on August 24th, we're going to be talking about Where the Crawdads Sing, which I am obsessed with this book. I am so excited to talk about it. It was one of the best books I've I've read. I'm I'm excited. Like I've heard really good things yeah. about it. So um, I'm really excited for that one. On the 31st of August, we are going to be reading The Light Between Oceans, which also was made into a movie. Yes. So yeah. I'm stupid excited about watching that too. Oh my God. You ha- wait, you haven't seen it yet? I've never seen it. Never oh seen it. Never read the book. So I, I'm ready. <laughs> I saw that movie with my mom in the theater okay. and we were just sobbing I I was about to say I know you and I know your mom I know that this that was probably very hard I remember when we watched Little Women together oh my god like I was sitting there I was sitting there next to you and then all of a sudden I hear and I'm like okay 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 hold it together Kayla hold it together well it's so funny that you mentioned that because when Little Women came out last year 
I had cried at the last three movies that I had seen in theaters. Do you remember me telling you that? And no. I was like, guess what movies I saw in theater that I cried at each one, the last three movies in a row. Okay, can I guess? Yeah, guess. Because I don't remember. This um, was last okay. year. So this like, was last year. Yeah. Okay. Star Wars? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was Little Women, obviously. Yeah. And? Oh, shoot. What's the last one? Can you give me a hint? I just told you this morning that I cry listening to a certain song oh crap oh i wish i was paying closer attention <laughs> we listen to a certain song it's not lizzo <laughs> no it was not lizzo uh i don't know frozen too oh uh, gone. yeah yes okay yes although I'm... I'm sure if i think back i probably cried at like the la- the movie before that but i wasn't going to a lot of movies in theater yeah so well, i'm because sure the world I was ending oh well maybe actually the last the movie i saw right before i saw frozen in november was Probably Endgame. Oh, which you probably cried which at. Which I too. probably cried at. I can't I honestly couldn't couldn't tell you, but I I'm sure I did. I cried. Yeah. So anyway, we are really, really excited to chat about all of these books. So if you have read these books, follow along. If you haven't, pick them up, read them along with us. Um, we're really, really excited for the month of August. Yes, yes. And like share your thoughts on them too. If you've read them already. Share your thoughts. I yeah. mean, that's that's essentially what this podcast is about. Lindsay and I just like reading and telling each other about books yeah. or just talking about it. Remember when we were reading Me Before You? Oh, my and, God. And, like, we would meet up at Denny's and yes. we would, like, talk oh about it. Yeah. Well, like throwback. Right? Yeah. So, like, we – you guys, we've been doing this for forever. And so, basically, this is just us – recording talking about those things like it's not like this is nothing different than what we would already be doing I'm so excited about this theme I don't know Mm -hmm. historical fiction really is one of my favorites I mean I in in terms of what of reading a lot of what I read is very present like Mm -hmm. it's very in the present moment but I love movies and shows that are historical fiction. I really love books. I guess it kind of depends. It, it really does kind of depend on like the writing style though totally. in terms of books. Because like if you have a book that's like very, you know, Jane Austen, right? Yeah. I can accept Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. I can accept that. Yeah. Um, but actually I, I not only can I accept it, I in, thoroughly enjoy it. Right. But then there are some where it's like, the author is trying to mimic how mm-hmm. someone would write from way yep. back then. And it's just boring because yeah. it's like, you're not, you are writing how you think they would have written. Right. And, and it's not working. It's not working. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Kind of to that point, I want to talk about a book that I absolutely love as a historical fiction book that I absolutely love. What's it? And I know I've mentioned it to you. Bringing down the Duke. Oh my God! I, we, yes. I okay. Hold on, really quick. I currently am actually staying at Lindsay's um, apartment, and I'm hanging out with her and her family this week. And I came into the room that I'm staying in, which is her book room, and I just happened to glance over at the bookshelf, and I, <laughs> I was like, "Huh, that looks interesting." So I pulled it off the shelf. I bring it out to Lynn and I'm like, hey, hey, Lynn, what do you think about this? Like, how is this book? And her response was, it is a slutty Pride and Prejudice. Or wait, what did I say? Did I say slutty? I think you might have said slutty. Yeah. yeah it's a slutty Pride and Prejudice. Which I'm about. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm totally it's about that. Dirty, dirty, dirty. And <laughs> but it's also like really like feminist. So like just to kind of go over like the 
a general spiel on it. So it is set in England in 1879. And Annabelle Archer is like brilliant, but destitute. And she's one of the first female (laughs) students at Oxford University. And so her scholarship there demands that she recruit men of influence to champion the rising women's suffrage movement. So I mean, just that alone, you're like, okay, this is a feminist book. Um, But no, like, it's very like, Pride and Prejudice in terms of like the setting and the characters kind of give off that vibe. But then you're like, whoa, these are like really dirty sex scenes. Okay, so basically it's Pride and Prejudice meets after. (laughs) Yes. Well, no, it's so funny because based on the cover, you wouldn't think that this is not at all like but it's like it should probably have the cover of like a a shirtless guy with like a damsel in distress like that's the type of book it is shut up but it's really well written too it's not like it's a cheesy romance at all like it's really well written so (laughs) highly recommend oh yeah the very end of the summary on the back of the book says locked in a battle with rising passion and impossible attraction annabelle will learn just what it takes to topple a dupe i'm all about that like i'm really and I want to read that already. Do they have it at Target? I think that's where I got it. Okay, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it because I have to. I have and to. And she's coming out with a sequel, I think, next month. Um, and, and so it's not about the main characters in this one, but it's about a character, a side character, and she goes into their story. So I'm really excited about that because I love her writing style. It's Evie Dunmore is the author. Oh my god, she even has a cute name. I love Evie. Damn it. Oh, I already love her. <laughs> I, no, I mean, I think the last the last historical fiction book that I read, I don't know, would you call the miniaturist? Oh yeah. Historical fiction? Oh yeah. totally. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I guess it yeah, that historical fiction. Yeah. I mean, but then you also have books like like Outlander, which right. are just they have this this cult following. Right. And I'm about that cult following. Oh, totally. Like, 100%. We're like we you know, Lindsay and I, that was one of the things that made us, mm-hmm. that, that really made us friends was yeah. that we would love, we have this strong sense of loyalty to movies and shows and books. So like we loved The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. We loved um, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. We loved uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Like we just, we just, when we love something, we just hold on to it. And yeah. we are kind of like fangirls. I mean, even in, in I'm 28, Lindsay, you're 25. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we still fangirl over these things because that's just – that's who we are. I mean, if you listen to our Hunger Games episodes with the Hunger Games and then the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes episode that we we chatted about that, we're total fangirls. Yes. A hundred percent. To this day. Yes, absolutely. What I will say is that I think – I think that we bring a little more to the table than the the average fangirl. We're a little bit more mature about the situation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, and like we, I think that we try to sense things that mm-hmm. that you know a normal fangirl like. I mean, I mean, okay, let's think back to Twilight, right? I'm gonna <laughs> think back to Twilight really quick. At that time, I was in high school. Yeah. I was like, "Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Yeah. I'm Team Jacob." And that was <laughs> that was all that mattered. That was it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, honestly, like, the entire world was split between Team Edward and Team Jacob. Actually, no, there was a third team that was like, I hate everything about this. Right. (laughs) There there were three teams in the world. Very uh, true. Very much so. 
But but that's what I'll say is like we tend to have that way of thinking when we're reading books. So yeah. I was actually going to mention another really good historical fiction book that I love, and I recommended this one to you as mm-hmm. well. It's The Heart's Invisible Furies by John Boyne. Mm-hmm. And it is about this gay man in Ireland, which in Ireland, they only recently allowed gay marriage and it's just very taboo there and so it's about a gay man in Ireland in like the 50s and it goes through his whole story so I guess it kind of historical fiction but it does come into like today Mm -hmm. um and so it it it's the longest book you will ever read. I mean, it's about as big as Harry Potter. Highly recommend that book. That's one of my favorite historical fictions. And then in terms of just like general authors who I've loved their historical fiction books, have you ever read any Beatrice Williams books? Why does that mean something? Because she's like the top of the historical fiction. Like she is the queen of like World War II historical fiction novels. What did she what did she write? So she wrote the one that I've read of hers, I've actually I read a couple of hers, but the one that I loved the most was called The In- Beyond the Infinite Sea. Mm-hmm. And it's actually it's a three part and I didn't know this and it was like the third part of the book about like three sisters mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be like the last installment. But you can read them independent of each other. Oh nice, okay. But it was just I was sobbing and I remember I actually I couldn't put it down and I was reading it at an A's game oh my god and I was finishing it in the car and Patrick could tell you like I had my flashlight in the car because it was like 11 o'clock at night when mm. we finally left the game and I had my flashlight in the car and I'm like I just have to finish this book but Beatrice Williams she's come out with some recent stuff she comes out with like a new book every year what? every year really good historical fiction I really really love her I've only read a few but Beyond the Infinite Sea was like top I mean even the title I know that people say don't judge a book by its cover but like if I read a title like that I'd be like oh my god that sounds so just like heartwarming I actually picked it up we were visiting San Diego I think it was Patrick's birthday like two years ago actually and we went to a bookstore on Coronado they're they closed and they actually just reopened which is so great they closed right after we had visited two years ago and they just reopened in like march of this year what's it called bay books coronado okay bay books coronado if anyone lives in or around san diego check them out um i haven't been to their new store but when i was there and I got, I picked up the book because of the cover, which is just terrible. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I, I read the back of the book too. And I was like, oh yeah, this is solid. But I had picked it up because the cover was intriguing mm-hmm. and the title was intriguing. So. Yeah. I know that it, a, a sense of, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. But mm-hmm. to an extent, the the author does have a say in, in what the cover is going to look like sometimes. Yeah, see, I don't know about that, though, because actually, speaking of historical fiction, another one of my favorite authors, I met her, Martha Hall Kelly. She wrote Lilac Girls. Have you heard of that one? No, but actually, when I was in here earlier, I saw it. (laughs) So I was like, huh. Yeah, so Martha Hall Kelly, I actually met her at an author event at Warwick's, which is in La Jolla. Um, So another independent bookstore for everybody to support, Warwick's. Um, And someone had asked her about the cover because the cover of her sequel was very similar. Mm -hmm. And someone said, like, did you get to have a say in, like, how? And she was like, no, they sent me, like, three mock-ups of a a cover and were like, do you like these? And then she said yes, and then they just picked one. Mm -hmm. So, like, she didn't really have a say at all in what the cover was. Yeah, but, I mean, luckily they were catchy. Yeah, (laughs) right? I picked – actually – Patrick picked up Lilac Girls for me for Christmas one year. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. And then I read it, and I haven't read her second book yet, but she signed both of them for me. Um, and I was just like, 
your book just like floored me and mm-hmm. she was so nice she was hilarious too I love that like, and she was not an author she just like was starting to research this like time period and this certain person who's in her book so mm. a real person is in her book and um she had just researched and she was like oh I'll write a book on this that is so sweet. Like, look at I that. I love that. That's amazing. And I mean, honestly, if you think about it, that's that's how most things come to pass. Right. I mean, you have an interest in something. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, think of Hamilton. Right. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like, he just did this research right. on Alexander Hamilton. And then yep. all of a sudden, it was like, oh, my God. Actually this person's amazing. I right. should be writing, like I should do something on him. Like right. you, you get this, you get this vibe. It's this, almost this, this fire that starts burning right. in you. And you're just like, I want to know more. Or sometimes you want to fill in the gaps of what you don't know. Exactly. And then, so you start to do more research and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I could create a character around this. Suman Kid. Right. Like in, in the book of the Longings. Book of Longings. There's, yeah. there's this whole part of history that's missing. And she was like, I can fill in that gap. Right. I mean, I'm not going to tell everyone that it's true, right. but like, I'm going to say, what if? Right. And I mean, that's, that's really what, I mean, that's what's so interesting about historical fiction yeah. is that for me, it's like, uh, here's, here's what historical fiction is, is that I, I see what happened in life mm-hmm. as, as this linear thing. All right. This was what happened right here. And then these stories that come from historical mm-hmm. fiction are just like these these outliers, these little right. dots that just exist around what happened. Right. Well, to that point, The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. I've Have heard you of that read one? Yeah. No, oh I went on a date with a guy and he talked about that. that he, is, he was reading it. That's <laughs> so funny because I loved it. It's such a sister book. Like you have a sister and I mm-hmm. gave it to Emma and she never read it. But I was like, you have to read. It's such a good book for sisters to mm-hmm. read. But yeah, it's the events of World War II. Mm-hmm. But it's these outlet, like what if these people kind of influence certain things? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. And and the characters are just so intricate and, you know, obviously have their own stuff going on within the world of what World War II was happening. So kind yeah. of that linear timeline, like you say. Yeah. And then it's kind of on this, this outlier, their stories, but it kind of still is part of everything as a whole. Now remind me, uh, just, I, I completely forgot what he told me about it because uh, it wasn't <laughs> that great of a date. Um, but, <laughs> but I mean, like in terms of the Nightingale, was it about, did it have anything to do with Florence Nightingale? No, no, not at all. No. Okay. No, 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 no. okay so he didn't know what he was talking about either. So. Okay. <laughs> so it's France in 1939 there are two sisters and one of them is like super rebellious totally out there wants to do everything to help the war effort and stuff and then there's another sister who's a little bit more reserved Mm -hmm. and I I literally do not want to give anything away like it's just so powerful Mm. the story of the two sisters I love that Um, it is just it's beautiful oh I love this sorry guys I'm not I don't mean to go quiet I'm just I'm just looking at the Oh, I, saw, I heard, I see a heartbreakingly beautiful novel that celebrates the resilience of the human spirit and the durability of women. Yeah. Oh, my heart. Book. Solid book. I don't know if my heart can take it. I'm just kidding. It can. It can. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why, one of the reasons why we wanted to have one of these taping sessions where we talked about the themes mm-hmm. because like just by bringing up a theme if you're a reader just by bringing up the themes you can have such great conversations about it right. because you talk about like 
I don't know. We I think just now within the last 30 minutes, we talked about at least 10 different books. Right. Yeah. And like And I have 10 more. And she has <laughs> 10 more, you know? Yeah. I'm a reader, but I'm also just like in general, I love storytelling. So like yeah. if you quiz me on movies or shows, I've got you covered. Yeah. Cursed actually just came out on July 17th. I know we covered that previously in a different episode, our episode titled What If? If you have not already listened to it, please go listen to it. That's another one. That's another one of those stories where it's like, it is it is fantasy. It does have elements of fantasy, but it also has elements of historical fiction because it's not like it's, it's not like it takes place in this other world. Right. It takes place in England. Right. Also on, on that, onto that, same idea i'm also watching a show called the last kingdom on netflix okay i'm obsessed with it oh my god it's so effing good see you're watching shows like that and i'm watching like indian matchmaker and (laughs) and selling sunset but see this is how it's always been like my sister kendra she has always loved reality shows and i've always tried to be the one to turn her on to like regular shows right but she will never do it. It's just so funny because I am not a reality show person at all. Yeah. But like, you know, I was talking about this. I was so interested in Indian culture. So mm-hmm. I saw Indian matchmaker and I was like, fuck yeah, let's watch this. <laughs> but then like selling sunset. Why am I watching selling sunset? It is the stupidest show in the world and I what cannot get enough. It's just these like white blonde bitches in LA <laughs> selling $40 million homes. Um, like, why am I watching it? It is the stupidest thing in the world, but I literally can't get enough. And I hate myself for it. I truly hate myself for it. Oh, my God. I I just, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Like, anything where someone's like, these are real people doing real things. I'm like, no, you're not. First off, you're not. Yeah. And so, it really, I just can't. I can't with it. But no, like, I, so I'm watching The Last Kingdom. Just found out that's based on a book, too. And so I'm, I'm about it. Like I'm about to go read all those books, which again, historical fiction. And I was doing all the research on the real people. So like, um, yeah. So, I mean, and I'll, I'll go dive more into that when we're talking about, you know, books that we would read, you know, which I will read. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, it's just phenomenal. And actually, so I haven't, I haven't read it. Yeah, mm. but I have one of the books that's in my to be read pile, which yeah. I really need to read, is Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, so it's yeah. basically a biography. Okay. It's a biography, but I, I want to say because I have read the first few pages of it, it's a thick book with really tiny writing. And it's it's not like a small little pocket size right. thing. It's like, hello. Um, and so I, I it's a biography, but it does kind of seem like they wrote it. Uh, as a novel almost. So I'm really excited to read that one. That's also in my to-be-read pile. I'm hoping to clear that out soon too. But I just love Mary Queen of Scots. I love Elizabeth. And like, that's that's also up there, you know, because these are people that I genuinely love and I, I... I want to know more about yeah. and uh, I've watched rain and all that. So <laughs> is that your time period? Then? Yes. That yeah. I, I, I genuinely love. Um, so like the, the last kingdom, that mm. is a show okay. that takes place about uh, before England was uh, England. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's when they wanted to make it England. Right. Um, but I, I love, but I love the time period of like Mary queen of Scots because mm-hmm. that's, I don't know. It's so interesting. Yeah. It's such an interesting time period. And, and, you know, you have Mary and you have uh, Elizabeth and their cousins, but it's like, Hey dude, like it's the name of the game. Like sometimes, you know, 
really jacked up things happen back then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's so interesting to see the things that people could actually get away with back then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, what's in your Tubi Red pile? Let us know. Yeah, read along with us. Use the hashtag, hashtag clear your TBR. We'd love for you guys to follow along with us, but we'd also like to know how, what you're doing to clear out your to be red pile for the rest of the year. I know that 2020 has sucked, but we can make it better in some way and start 2021 fresh with our to be red piles, you know, maybe halfway cleared out if we don't mm-hmm. add to it. You know, <laughs> we as, will as we go, but you know, it was, oh, yeah. I digress. Yes. Just imagine this. Imagine someone walking into your room, looking at your bookshelf, pointing to a book and saying, oh, how's that? And then you being able to actually tell them how it was, not just say, oh, I haven't read it yet. You know, like, embarrassing. yeah, like, but honestly, imagine that. That's what we're trying to do. We want to clear out our piles. We want to have all the knowledge that we can. And that is what books give us. So join us on our journey to clear it out, to hashtag clear it out. All right, guys, we will see you next week when we talk about The Vanishing Half and The Clockmaker's Daughter. Um, We are very excited to talk about those. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.